The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always, y'all, if you are new to the Sexy Cool Lounge, I do advise that you go back and check out any one of our episodes between 1 and 77, with this being episode number 78. We've had some great guests come through the studio. We've talked about some truly inspiring, motivating, and empowering episodes. And I'm sure that there's something that will fuel your soul. So the website is www.sexycoollounge.com. And you can check out the podcast on any one of your favorite podcast platforms. You name it, we are there. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Go find us, give us a follow, and enjoy. If you're on social media, Instagram, follow us at Sexy Cool Lounge. Give us a follow. We'll definitely give you a follow back. And y'all know you can always find me on Facebook, all right? So today is a really, really special day, guys. I have a really good friend of mine who is giving us some of her time and energy because that's what she does. Uh, she is a Reiki practitioner. She's also a shadow worker and a spiritual guide, right? She's also the author of three mini books, one being self-love, healing and acceptance, and the shadow self. And we're going to talk about that with her. So please, without any further wait, please welcome into the Sexy Cool Lounge and give a warm listening ear to my good friend, Rosie. Rosie, how are you doing? I'm good, Jimmy. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for giving us some of your time and your energy and expertise in all of the things related to energy healing today. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Thank you very much. So before we get started with anything, there's always a question that I ask all of my guests and uh, you will be no different. So the question is, Rosie, what does sexy cool mean to you? What does sexy cool mean to me? Um, sexy cool is to me, someone who's comfortable in their own skin someone I mean it's just a vibe right it's a vibe it's a total vibe sexy cool is a vibe and every one of us is unique we all bring something different to this universal table and when you're comfortable in your own skin you're comfortable speaking your truth and when you're comfortable speaking your truth that's sexy cool wow did you guys hear that now that is sexy cool right you know, the beautiful thing about that question is I can ask it a million different times around the world and I will never get the same answer twice, right? That's the beautiful thing about that question. It is all about the perspective of the individual and their authenticity. And I love it. So thank you so much for giving us your perspective in the Sexy Cool Lounge. Yeah, you know, just the fact that I'm in the Sexy Cool Lounge right now. <laughs> 
has me feeling a certain kind of way. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, well, it is sexy. Cool. So yeah, know, totally. I don't know what else to tell you on that one. So I want to talk a little bit uh, before we get started about um, your journey, right? How did you get to be a Reiki practitioner, um, an energy healer? I mean, how did, I mean, did you just wake up one day and say, this is what I want to do? Or was there some... A chain of events that kind of happened in your journey that said, or just brought you to this point, um, point in time? Well, I'll try to, it's kind of a long story, but I'm going to condense it, obviously. Um, back in 2018, I, what I deemed to be was, I went through what is known as, if you ever heard of it, a dark night of the soul. Have you ever heard of a dark night of the I soul? I have not. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll explain. Um, I was going through a phase in my life where, and I've gone through many phases like this, where things just seem to fall apart. You know, there's lots of um, tower moments, as they're known, um, where things just don't work out. You know, there's just so much chaos and so much reckoning I guess you would say um and it just seemed to be a pattern like things would go good and then things would fall apart and things would go good and things would fall apart and this was over the course of my life um and even going back to childhood and so I in 2018 I remember just going through this kind of like just constant shadow of wondering what is this life I remember laying in bed and just feeling so dark and so down. And the funny thing is like, no one knew, no one around me knew what was happening. Not my kids. I lived with my dad at the time. He didn't know, you know, I, I, no one really could see. It was weird. It's almost like as if God had shielded me or shielded them from seeing what was going on. And I mean, there were times where I was like, just take me. I, I was having conversations with God. Like, just take me. If you cannot make some sense of this life that I'm living, take me now. And if you and if you can use me in some kind of way, then please show me what I'm supposed to be doing. Because this life makes no sense. And it doesn't feel good. Even though I had a lot to be grateful for and I knew it, something was missing. Something was not right. And I remember just crying. I, I I remember just crying, crying and getting on my knees and just asking God, just make some sense. Use me to use me. Make some sense of this life or just take me. So I, I did. I just wanted you to go. And from that point on, um, I started receiving information from the universe. My sister came over one day, my younger sister. She's like, hey, you need to check out this YouTube channel. It's called The Higher Self. She gave me a stack of tarot cards and she kept bringing them to me just like randomly, but you know, nothing's ever random. And I started playing with them, messing with them. Every time I went to the higher self on YouTube, it was information that I had been seeking. And so the universe started feeding me what I was asking for, but almost like testing me like, well, let's see what she does with this and let's see what she does with this. Right. And the day started getting a little brighter and I started to gain more insight into my journey and myself little by little. 
at the time I was a health coach for a holistic doctor and I was good at it. We helped a lot of people. We were doing energy healing, energy work, emotional work at that time. Um, and I always felt like um, they got better because we did a lot of um, cellular healing with supplements and food programs, clean eating, depending on you know what the person's ailments were. But the emotional piece was always so important. And to me, that was the focus. To me, that was like the nitty gritty. That was the key, right? And so our patients would get better, but I always felt that not enough was done when it came to the emotional piece. People just kind of left it in limbo, right? Never dug enough, never did enough digging when it came to that piece. And so sometimes the patients would come back. A couple of years later, they would seek us out. I'm like, this is just not resonating, right? And I knew deep down, even though I hadn't said that to myself yet, deep down, like, this is not, this is not quite it. It's like, we're onto something, but this is not quite it. Well, jump forward a little bit from 2018 to last year, actually, 2021. I was going to a conference in Newport Beach, and I was driving there. It's about a five and a half hour drive from where I am. I was almost to my destination, and I had to get off at an exit and I missed the exit. So GPS rerouted me, got me back on the freeway and I missed it again. And I must've done that about five or six times. And I was extremely frustrated, crying in frustration by the time I actually made it back to my hotel. Like, why did I keep going back and forth and around in circles? And then I realized after doing some reflection on that, that was the universe saying, that's what you're doing with your work. You're going around in circles. You know this is not what you're supposed to be doing. This is not the way. You know deep down how you feel when your patients leave and they're not digging with the emotion and the energy work is not complete. And you keep doing it. And so another huge lesson to tie into this was as many times as I had denied myself of listening to my own intuition. It's been a huge lesson for me over these years. And so that kind of just goes hand in hand with this energy healing is that I must listen to my intuition if I'm to help someone, if I'm to guide them to their he through their healing. Because at the end of the day, they're healing themselves. I'm just assisting them. But I must be able to listen to myself and to understand what it is that I'm feeling so I can help them to understand and so, you know, the journey, it's, it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. Like it's, it's, there's been a lot of suffering, self-inflicted, but for the most part, a lot of it's been my, of my own doing. Um, but it seems like, it seems like a lot of it is part of the journey of getting to where you are like right now, like you mentioned the part about asking the universe to make a decision. Like when you got to that point, things started to change. They started to change slowly, but they started to change. And I'm a firm believer that whatever it is that you want in this world, you need to speak it into existence and you need to be ready for what comes your way as it relates to part of the journey that you asked for to get what it was that you wanted. 
right? So you yeah. were saying like, you know, every now and then the universe would test you with something just to make sure that you were really serious about this. And that's what it's going to do. I mean, it's not going to just, you know, if you want a million dollars, it's not going to just drop it into your lap. But if you speak it into an existence, it's going to give you a pathway. And just because it's a pathway doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. It is a pathway. And if you're really serious about it, then the doors will open up as you kind of go up that pyramid level of test one. Well, here's another challenge for you. Are you really serious about a million dollars? Okay, so then you need to fit, you figure this test out and then we'll reach you to the next one on and on, on and so forth. So I understand, you know, where you are um, with that. And I, I'm glad that you shared that it's not always easy, but it's more about the consistency and it's more about the path and the journey. Yeah, you start on a gravel road, but by the time you kind of get to cruising and, and coasting, the road is a little bit more easier and smoother and you can enjoy the ride a little bit better, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So long story short or not, <laughs> after that, after that conference, I quit my job and I enrolled in um, a program to get certified in Reiki energy healing. Good. I want to talk, I want to talk about that for a little bit. Right. So for those that don't know what Reiki is, can you kind of Reiki and chakra and, and, and energy healing? So let's just start with the Reiki part of it. So some of us may have heard that term or heard that word, but what is it actually? Reiki is an ancient Buddhist practice in it, what it is, is hands on the system or, or the hands on the body. Um, for several minutes at a time, just depending on what you feel for each energy center. And Ray, if you break up the word Reiki, Ray means universal universe or God's wisdom. And Ki means healing or uh, the life force. So you're using God's wisdom to help give balance or more energy to someone's life force energy, which is a beautiful thing to me. Mm -hmm. And so over time that can happen to all of us where our energy centers are our chakras. And these are like, a, um, think of a wheel um, or a disc that lines up your spine. And there's seven of them. And each one of them plays a very important role in our body. And they tie into so many things. Now, some people don't believe in them. Um, I, of course, do. Um, so if your chakras are blocked, let's go down the chakras. Um, we start at the root. So that's at the bottom or the base of the spine. That's the root chakra. That's what keeps us grounded, safe, stable. And I've been posting a lot on the root chakras, doing a series of, of chakras as we go along the spine. The next one will be the, the sacral chakra. And that's our chakra of creativity. Um, think of, um, you know, fertility. We don't just um, give birth to new life as far as another human. We give birth to ideas. We give birth to, you know, we have visions of what we want to create. So if that chakra gets blocked, then, you know, we might feel stuck. Uh, uh, an artist might not be able to, you know, paint the way they want to or a writer gets writer's block that sort of thing. Even a person can become infertile because of that chakra being blocked. Um, 
Next, we have the solar plexus, which is our confidence. It is our, you know, we feel good about ourselves. We can accomplish things. Um, and that's right in the center. Moving on to the heart chakra. You know, we think of the heart chakra as, you know, giving love. One thing I think we tend to forget when it comes to the heart chakra is we have to be open to receive love as well. Mm. And if we're trying to bring new things into our life or to manifest, if we're not open to receive, the universe can't give. And so the heart chakra is one of the main chakras that is blocked um, as humans have learned to be, become so fearful of love, so fearful of having their hearts broken and having that sort of pain. Um, then we have the throat chakra, another one that gets tremendously blocked because people are so shut down from their truth, not really knowing even what their truth is um, because their third eye chakra, which is right between the eyebrows, is your chakra of intuition, your inner knowing, your inner voice. And then we have the crown chakra, which is right at the top of your head which connects you to the universe. That is your entrance for the universe to give you downloads or information, um, things that you ask for, for wisdom. If you want an answer, if you're asking God for an answer to something, but your crown chakra is blocked, you're not going to really be able to discern what it is the universe is telling you. And so these energy centers can become imbalanced or blocked. And so through Reiki energy, we can help to clear those chakras little by little as you go through the process of doing your sessions. And Reiki can be done in person or at a distance. Mm. I had my first Reiki session with someone who was in the UK. She's wonderful. And I felt every bit of it. My body was getting hot. And this I was I tripped out like this is amazing because she's way over there. <laughs> And yet all she had was a picture of me and the intention of wanting to help me. So if someone listening to this episode uh, towards the end um, is seriously considering or wants to uh, have that experience with you. Is there an opportunity where they could reach out to you later and uh, just kind of go through that pathway with you? Absolutely. They can okay. reach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll flip it on the, on the backside, on the, uh, towards the end. And we'll make sure that they have all of your, uh, social media website and email address. If that's something that they want to uh, partake in. So good deal. All right. Um, the energy healing portion of it. Now we talked about the chakra and we talked about the Reiki. So let's get into energy healing as it now relates to our better understanding of chakra and Reiki. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said earlier, um, we're all capable of healing ourselves. I'm just a guide. I'm just someone to help assist um, during that process or with that process. We're energetic beings, period. We come, we're here in this meat suit, this physical suit, but at the end of the day, we're all energy. And so it makes sense that because we're all transferring energy every day. There's a lot of people who are empaths and an empath is someone who picks up someone else's energy. And if you're not um, effectively moving through that energy and releasing it, it stays with you. If 
a person is overloaded with a, a negative sort of energy or say they live in a toxic environment or they're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about those toxic environments. Okay. Breathe in that toxic air. So, wow, you hit a nerve on that one. So yeah, yeah let's, <laughs> okay. let's use that one as, as a really good example. Then your um, emotional body becomes affected by that. So if you live in an environment, um, say you're a child, say you have a child and, and mom and dad are always arguing or there's domestic violence going on, then this child, you know, learns to um, hold on to fear and pain. And um, this gets trapped in the emotional body. And when these types of energies get trapped in the emotional body, it manifests into illness. And over time, you know, that can become things like chronic pain, autoimmune disorders. It can be, you know, migraine headaches. It can be back pain, neck pain, vision problems, just depending on what chakras are affected. I hope I'm not jumping all over the place here. Um, I don't think you're jumping all over the place, but I think you're enlightening us in a sense of, I think sometimes we get caught up in so much chronic illnesses, right? That we take Tylenol, Advil, and, and I'm, I'm not knocking any of that. I'm just using those as like a benchmark that sometimes if we refocus things or we realize that, hmm, I might be having a, a headache, maybe not so much from a, a true medical sense. And I'm not saying that I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not part of it, but as you said, it could be your environment. It could be some, some type of toxic situation that you're dealing with. That's also triggering these things. And I think one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on was that you bring a different awareness to the situation to where now we can at least look at it from a different um, point of view. Mm -hmm. Right. And if we can look at it from a different point of view, hopefully we can do things to strengthen our positive energy, but also defend against the negative energy. And if we are able to do that, then we're able to create maybe a better aura around us as we move forward on our journey. Am I, am I kind of like putting oh, that all yes. together? Okay. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Yeah. So I, what we want to remember is that the, the human body is not supposed to be sick. There's something that has manifested in the physical body, in the emotional body, in the energy body that has allowed for this, this illness to become a reality. And so that's, that's the reason why I had such a, uh, for lack of a better word, an issue with what I was doing as, as a health coach is that, you know, our patients just weren't digging enough inside to really get to the core of why they were getting sick you know these other modalities were helping you know the the cellular cleansing they're all great modalities they're very powerful and we do need those because we live in a toxic environment as far as environmental toxins right so to cleanse the system the body does need a little bit of help with that um but at the end of the day it's like what was the manifestation of the illness to begin with and we've all been through stuff We've all had experiences. Every single one of us, not one of us human beings is exempt from that. Show me a human being who has not experienced some kind of trauma and I will give you a thousand dollars. 
Wow. <laughs> Show me one. Okay. Show okay. <laughs> wow. me one. All right. Hey, family, Vibe Nation, the challenge is there. Okay. We'll make sure that you have her email address and uh, uh, <laughs> challenge is on, right? Challenge is on. <laughs> that's funny. But, you know, it, and that's the way it is. We, we come here, we come here with a specific um, soul purpose. And I believe that we need to go through this type of, these types of challenges, these types of things, so that we can learn to heal ourselves, so that we can learn how to uncover who it is that we really are. And sometimes illness gets in the way of that because we didn't, we didn't transmute through those energies effectively or navigate through those energies effectively. And they now manifested into an illness. That makes sense. Absolutely. It makes sense. I hope I answered your question. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I want to touch on something real quick. So there was uh, a quote that you had posted on social media, right? Instagram. And it goes like this. Maybe you are searching amongst the branches for what only appears in the root. And I really took to thinking about that. I was like, wow, that, that's a, that's a really cool perspective to think of things. And it actually gets you thinking a little deeper, right? So I wanted to share that with my audience, but I also wanted you to kind of expand on it if you could, please. Yes. That quote. Well, I'll tell you how I, I got there. Okay. Because I was posting about the root chakra, right? And I'm like, I need a good quote for the root chakra. Like something that really describes how powerful the root chakra really is and why it's the first chakra. And I came across that Rumi quote and I love Rumi. It's just the way he writes or the way he expresses, you know, the thought in such beautiful words. And so if we are looking solely at the branches, that's external. And don't get me wrong, branches are beautiful, right? Especially right now with the way the trees look and these beautiful autumn colors. Right. Kind of get stuck on that, right? And all that beauty and all that external. And, and, and it is beautiful. But what makes the tree the tree? What makes the branches be the branches is the roots. And as complex and as kind of even chaotic as they are down there right because they grow all kinds of different ways and they just keep growing and twisting and turning and growing that's who we really are and if we're just focusing on the external what are we focusing on oh just surface stuff just surface you know maybe we're not connecting as deeply with others as we could be just because for sake of not wanting to become too involved with people because of the effort it might take to put into a relationship or you may be too afraid that you might fall in love with someone. And so you keep it very surface, or maybe you're just seeking out a sexual relationship with someone because, you know, you can't allow your heart to get involved. And that's not really truly who we are. We're loving divine beings at our core, at the root. That's who and what we are. And so maybe we're only looking at the external because it's easier, but we're very complex beings. And I think that if we, you know, have you ever seen a, a picture of two trees next to each other at the roots? 
and how the roots start to intertwine with yeah. the other trees. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's like the trees are saying, come to me, let's let's gather, let's commune, let's be together because we're stronger that way. Let's entangle our roots together and then and nothing can knock us down. It'll be harder to knock us down because now we've all grown together and become stronger in that way. And I've always said, you know, when someone starts digging themselves, you find so much treasure in that. You start really understanding who and what you are. But if you're so focused on the external, your own personal external or what's right in front of you externally, you're missing out. You're missing out on the whole point of this experience, the whole point of this journey. It's like a waste to get it. No, but I will tell you, you go on with that too long. The universe will knock your ass down. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It will. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally agree with what you're saying about the intertwining of the roots with like another tree or how they intertwine amongst themselves to become stronger. And I think in relationships, there are times when the intertwining portion of a relationship, right, is missed. One, maybe because it's never been taught. Maybe two, maybe because it's just not something that um, people saw as they were growing up in relationships. And then you have some that have seen it their whole life because some of those relationships are like the oak trees and they last for 70 years of marriage and so on and so forth. And those are the ones that have the strongest intertwining of roots between two people, right? Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned that, well, I, I love how you mentioned that, but you had also said about taking ownership of just like seeing things on the surface, right? And I've said before in previous episodes, Sometimes we don't want to look in the mirror. We don't mind getting dressed up in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> Who mind that? But when we need to close the door and we need to look at ourselves in the mirror, man, that's a little hard to do. You know, you can check yourself out in the mirror, make sure you're good before you heading out. Well, we can all do that. But when you got to close that door and you got to do nothing but stare at yourself in the mirror, in the reflection, and look deeper beyond that reflection, some people don't like that. And that's why we never get past the branches of like, oh, look at the branches, leaves are falling, and we don't really get, we'll, we'll never get past that portion of it, right? Good point. Yeah, it's, um, but you know, it, it's, it's such an illusion, even that, you know, it's like, I don't want to look at myself, see who I really am. Well, what you're afraid of is, it's just an illusion. It's just a story you've been telling yourself or somebody else made you believe about yourself because you're made in the image of God. And it says that in the Bible. And so what is it you're afraid of? Maybe I think, some, I think sometimes people are just afraid of their own authenticity, as crazy as that sounds, right? Because they're not used to the rawness that comes with the authenticity and the energy that comes with that powerful energy that and once you tap into your own authenticity it's powerful it's moving oh, you know yeah. and i think sometimes people are afraid of it they don't know how to handle it they don't know what to do with it um so yeah it, it's 
it could be a lot of different things, but I think the purpose of where we're going with this conversation is bringing awareness to the fact that it's there and you should honor it. You should respect it. You should love it within yourself because it's powerful. It's moving. And it's so um, creating the self-knowledge that I think we all need to get to that next level of being the better version of ourselves. Would you not agree? I totally agree. I do. But that takes me into my next conversation I want to have with you, which is you had also shared, and I love this one, that consciousness is the new sexy. Hey, there we go. Isn't it though? I mean, to be self-aware. I think so. Yes, to be self-aware because, okay, if you are operating solely from your ego, and ego, it's a good thing, right? It, it's what helps us to have boundaries when we're not being treated, you know, properly or our energy is not being reciprocated or, you know, we're experiencing maybe codependency or, or whatever the case may be. Ego plays a, a role for protection. But if we're doing things out of ego that are not self-serving or, or have us operating out of illusion, or fear, which ego is, you know, the main drive behind ego is fear. That's not sexy to me. Right. Fake. And so if you're self-aware and you come to find that the more you dig yourself, you like what you see and you start operating from that truth and speaking your truth and not being afraid if someone's going to like you or someone's going to judge you, that is tremendously sexy to me. That is, that is so strong. That is like, to me, that is, it is beyond beautiful. It is like allowing God to really ex experience the human experience because God is experiencing life through each one of us. Right. And so how boring, how, how do, how do we honor God by us being stuck in our ego and playing small, <laughs> right? Like go, go big or go home. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right? Go big right? or go home, right? But to be, to, you know, start embodying who and what you are living in your essence and, and to, that must be just so, you know, what, what greater way to exalt the most high than to just be you in all of your glory, just as God is in all of his glory. I have a saying that says no validation required, right? Mm -hmm. And it goes along with your authenticity. It goes along with your self-love awareness, your self-knowledge, no validation required. Mm -hmm. right? And that makes you sexy, cool to the mm -hmm. highest level, no validation required. Because once you have fully accepted no validation required, then you will, you will flow you will not walk through, you will flow through this universe mm -hmm. on cruise control. And, right. it, and it's a beautiful thing because it, you're within yourself at that point. So yeah. there you go. Man, I got chills talking, listening to that. I got, I got butterflies. You will just flow. You're right. Glide through. So Taking me into um, the next topic that I want to kind of deep dive with you on. And again, here's another quote um, that you have posted. And it says, be so strong in your self-love that it does not concern you 
should anyone not like you? And I think that's a great segue from us going into that no validation required and everything else that we just kind of vibed on. So if you could really, really give me some good um, interpretation of that quote, please. Yeah, I remember just sitting there reflecting on how I came to get to this place because I, I'm not going to lie, like through this journey, I've lost a lot of people. A lot of people have fallen out of my life a lot. I'm not even, I, I can't even express to you what a lot means. <laughs> That's like, um, because once you step into that place of self-discovery and where you don't need that validation, right. um, and you are all done with people judging you, people don't like that. People who are not as self-aware they just don't like that and so you have to be willing to lose people if you want to level up if you want to play big if you want to embody who and what you truly are you have to be willing to lose them and in so doing that you have to be the, the self-love has to be tremendous right because there's no one around who's going to give you that whatever that you thought was love anyway. And it's incredibly empowering because now you can pretty much say whatever the heck you want to say. <laughs> you, can, you can say whatever you want to say. There, yeah, yourself through, through this journey, through your healing journey, through your shadow work, through your leveling up, through you wanting to become self-aware, the self-love has to get stronger and stronger and stronger because people are going to fall off because you're not vibrating on the same plane anymore. You're just not. It can't work that way. You can't heal and have 10 people over here who are still in their trauma and chaos. Um, there you go. You, 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 you preach into the choir on that. Please say that one again. You cannot be here and what? You can't be on a healing journey and have 10 people over here who are still wanting to submerge themselves in their trauma and their pain. It doesn't work like that. They're going to either suck the energy right out of you and you're going to jump right, you know, on their bandwagon or, you know, just continue to grow and they're going to fall behind because they're not growing with you. That's not part of their journey. And I think, in my opinion, that sometimes we get caught up emotionally with the fact that even though we recognize that we are growing, evolving, we are, we're reaching a higher level of ourselves that someone or people around us aren't on that same frequency and pathway that we tend to shut ourselves down a little bit for the sake that they're not doing enough to raise their vibration. So we mm -hmm. get caught in a spiral because we should be continuing to evolve and grow within our own selves. And if that means you fall back, you fall back. But if you were really on my team, if you were really on my frequency, then you would be vibrating with me on the same frequency as I continue to go up, you go up. Yes. So to what you were saying is that, hey, there are going to be people that need to fall back. And you need to make that executive decision because your self-love awareness is primary to your self-care. Their self-care is not yours and yours is not theirs. 
And you got to be able to recognize the difference between the two when it comes to making an executive decision on what's sapping your energy, but then also what's actually increasing your energy as well. Right. Yes. Well put, well put. You know, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, um, when you make that decision to heal, um, the universe has your back a hundred percent. Absolutely. And so you, you make that decision, the universe holds you to it as well. Um, and so, you know, you, you want to, um, backslide a little bit and start, you know, commingling with, you know, back to where you were, then the universe, again, you kind of like, you, you get a little smack down in a Absolutely. way, if you you know, however you want to put it, but I can't tell you how many times it, it, and it's not just you doing it for yourself, right? It, there's, if you are leveling up and you're speaking your truth, there's someone out there who needs to hear it. Absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I struggled with that authenticity, right? I was like, you know, you get these little mini ego deaths, right? It's like, oh, that feels weird to do that. That cringy, right? Um, but then I'll get this one person who will say, thank you so much for, you don't understand what that just did for me. It's like that confirmation, you know, you're not posting for the likes, right? It's like that for that one person who said, I was in a dark place just now. You don't even understand what you did for me. And that makes it all worth it. Because it's not just about us. Like self-love is huge. But at the end of the day, it's about others. We're not here just for us. What a boring, boring experience that would be, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, we're here to uplift and to help elevate others. But we have to be able to understand our own self-love awareness in order to be able to challenge and support others through theirs. If we don't know what we're doing, how we need to get there, how can we show that to other people? I give a classic example. When you're on, when you're on an airplane <laughs> and, and God forbid something happens, what's the first thing they tell you to do? Put your oxygen mask on first and then help someone else. Even if it's a kid, put yours on first, then help someone else. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the self-love awareness and self-knowledge and all of the things that you're talking about right now, I got to master that within myself so that I can then share it with someone else who truly can benefit from the way that I am presenting it to them. I can't just say it to them because I may say it to them in a way that if I don't really know what I'm talking about, if I'm not speaking that energy from the authentic, uh, authenticity purposes, then it's not really going to come across in an effective way for them, right? Bingo. No, it's not. And self-love has to be primary. Primary. It is the foundation. If the self-love's not there, you, the house that Jack built is going to crash down to the ground. It, it, it's not going to stand firm, but the self-love is primary. You, teach, you show yourself what love really is about unconditionally, healing yourself, working through the traumas, whatever you need to do so that we can love others properly. Wow. There you go. Love others properly. Rosie, loved. Absolutely. Ms. Rosie, it has been a pleasure having you in the Sexy Cool Lounge. I thank you so much for coming through. Can you please tell us, um, tell the listeners, where can we find you? Um, if we want to, you know, continue to have a conversation with you as an email address, website, um, 
where where can they find you on social media if they want to continue to follow you and your quotes and your positive healing and Reiki um, stuff? Where, where can we find you? Okay, well, we can you can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is Divine Soul Reiki, um, and that's S O L, um, like soul as in sun. So Divine S O L Reiki. Um, and that's on Instagram. There is a link in my bio that is um, links to my website. But if you want to go directly to my website, www.divinesoulreiki.com. Um, I have a TikTok and that's Divine Soul. Again, S-O-L with a zero at the end. And you can also find my books on my link tree, um, which is in my bio on Instagram. Okay. So we can also do the books off of the link tree. Yes. All right. Good deal. And for anyone that's um, interested, all of her social media and uh, website information will be posted in the show notes. So there will be links uh, there. If you are not in a position to write this information down, don't worry about it. It will be in the show notes. Okay. And it will also be posted up on the sexycoollounge.com website. All right. Miss Rosie. Wow. This has been a uh, really, really informative, epic, and uh, a lot of energy behind it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing in this universe to create a more positive um, output, not only in the universe, but just also with the souls that you touch. So I'm proud of you. Thank you for everything you're doing and continue to do what you do because it is definitely making a difference. Thank you, Jimmy, so much. Such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Absolutely. And to all of my uh, listeners in Vibe Nation, let's always remember, love yourself. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe, all right? And let's never forget, family, that even though we do not have as much as others, man, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys, and I will see you on the next episode.